Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He had a very weak ego, in fact, that led to a need for power and underpinned his sadistic streak. For the very first time, the greatest minds in criminology have come together to dissect the psyches of some of the world's most prolific serial killers. These forensic psychiatrists, psychologists and pathologists have an incredible depth of knowledge and often first-hand insight into these killers, helping us to understand what makes a monster. The following interview with Dr Julian Boone was recorded in July 2019 for Crime and Investigation's TV series Making a Monster. Dr. Boone is a chartered forensic psychologist and senior lecturer in forensic psychology at the University of Leicester. Involved in a professional profiling capacity in assisting police forces around the world for over 20 years, Dr. Boone's offender profiling techniques served as the inspiration for ITV's Wire in the Blood. Caution, the subject matter of this interview contains graphic descriptions and is often very disturbing. It used to be said you can always tell when a prisoner's lying to you if you just look and see if their lips are moving. Now, I think that's a little bit harsh, and we know that some prisoners will be very, very honest, and I can think of some uh, some that have been, but most try, for obvious reasons, to put a good gloss on it. Um, And therein lies the problem with the treatment programmes, which are rife in uh, prisons, Um, because they know what they've got to say in order to get the little certificate. And that requires um, a great deal of experience to say, look, I will know if you're going to be giving me the runaround. And if that happens, the only person who's going to be suffering in terms of how the report is presented will be you. So let's get it straight. You tell me the truth and you will be doing yourself a favour. And you have to have the chutzpah, the balls, or whatever the phrase is, to be able to go straight for that and not take any nonsense, but at the same time establish rapport. So you also have to be extremely aware about differences in background between the offenders and yourself. 
Now, it may have occurred to you that I have a public school accent, and um, trust me, that's because I went to a public school. Now, I'm not going to change that and try and adjust and be false, but I make that clear. Don't let that put you off. You may think I'm a public school twit, um, but I'm telling you, you'd be making a mistake. Just answer the questions I'm giving you and give me the information I want. In the early days, police officers would frankly ring you up and say, look, we've got this case. How do you think we're dealing with in terms of an offender? Um, and then you'd go to the police station and then you'd hear things through the wall. This goes back in decades, we're talking about. You'd hear things through the wall. Look, while well, we've got the shrink here, let's ask him about... Um, uh, the rape that went down last Friday, and then it snowballs very quickly. In those days, the National Crime Faculty decided that all this had to be regulated because there were all sorts of odds and sods coming out of the woodwork, offering their services. Everybody from right down to Madame Rosa on the end of the pier with her uh, crystal ball. So it had to be regulated, and then there was a formal list of those who were deemed appropriate to be on it. It's changed in the name over the years. Uh, now, if you're called on by the police, you get um, a telephone call, what is your availability, we have this situation, and the senior investigating officer would like some assistance in trying to understand what's going on. And these are not cases of minor cases. Of, um, they tend to be ones which very obviously require uh, a psychological understanding to be there. And that I could not stress more importantly that in my case at any rate, there is no I know better than you. The senior investigating officers are incredibly well-trained and intelligent. So it's really coming from two separate angles, the psychological side or the forensic psychological side and also the um, officer's experience. And there's one caveat I always add, and that is, look, if you don't like what I am saying, don't think I'm going to be offended. You go with your waters on the thing. But also, if you've got any questions as to how I come to these conclusions then I'm more than happy to talk it through. And that leads to discussion and sometimes very successful results. Levi Belfield was found guilty of the murders of Marsha McDonnell and Amelie Delagrange and the attempted murder of Kate Sheedy in February 2008. Three years later, in June 2011, Belfield would also be found guilty for the murder of Millie Dowler, who had gone missing in March 2002. Having watched recordings of Belfield being interviewed, Dr Boone gives his assessment on the serial killer. Intensely irritating from an interviewer's point of view because he would hide behind the skirts of the duty solicitors who would advise him it's probably best to say nothing. And he would, with a particularly effeminate voice, say, um, look at the 
solicitor to the right, and then look at the police and say, I'd like to help you, but I'm being advised here that I mustn't say anything. All of which is a load of codswallop, because uh, he could have helped if he'd wanted to. Um, and so he very monotonously would just go, no comment, no comment, no, or more like, no comment, no comment, no comment, over and over again, to the point where you believed that he wasn't even listening to the questions that were being put to him. And once or twice, or maybe three or four times actually, but this would be over a period of hours, he would suddenly react to something, usually related to um, him personally, and you could see a trace of anger in his eye or contempt towards the officers doing the interviewing which was interesting in itself. So even with no comment interviews, one can learn things um, about uh, the individuals being interviewed. There is no doubt at all that, um, in my view, that far from having a very strong ego, one that he'd like to present to the world around him, saying he liked fine wines and classical music when the reality was more, more like Radio 1 and high-octane lager. Um, he had a very weak ego, in fact, um, and the luster to put over the surface, pretending to be sophisticate when he clearly wasn't and comes from very humble roots. Um, as a consequence, I think that led to a need for power and control and underpinned his sadistic streak. But it was totally enmeshed with psychopathy so that he was very adept and clever at chatting up young girls and he had a particular preference for blondes uh, with large breasts and he would chat them up and within as little as two to three days have them scared for their lives. And when and anybody who slighted him, he was particularly strong on being slighted. Um, so somebody said, uh, go away, I don't want to go out with you. You really were taking your life in your hands as a girl. It has even been said that if one girl who was one of his victims, she crossed the road to get away from him because he was cruising and asking to talk to her. Um, and it was that that caused him to run her over, then run back over her, and then run forwards again, um, leaving her with multiple, multiple injuries. And miraculously, she survived um, and was able to uh, give some form of evidence, which itself was traumatic for her. What was telling was immediately after that shocking incident, he went off on a power trip, driving off very high speed, going through red lights and things like this, um, all of which is highly indicative of what's known as power assertive behavior. Um, and people who have a need for power assertive behavior have a need for power and to express it. And why do they have that need? Because underneath it all, they have a deep sense of inferiority. Uh, I think uh, rejection by the opposite sex 
uh, was something he wouldn't tolerate. Um, I, the great Levi Balefield, he's telling himself this. Nobody else is telling him, which is why he has to say it. How dare she not automatically fall at my knees so that within a space of two or three days I can have her completely terrified. His pattern was to take their telephones and um, give them another one which only had his number on and say to them, well, this is all you need, um, i.e. cutting them off completely from any other thing. And on one notorious occasion, he told one girl who'd cheesed him off for whatever reason um, that she was to spend the night on a stool in the kitchen and she mustn't move from there. This is when he went off to bed. So she was so scared, she stayed there all night. Uh, and when the police asked about toileting and that sort of thing, she said, well, I had no option. I just had to go on the stool and I couldn't move. Now, that's how terrifying, but having started, we so charming, so lovely. So, in answer to your next question, premeditated is very much there, but also opportunistic. So, if he saw, as um, he did with the French student, a girl walking through the... Um, walking through the parkland. Uh, he just saw her and went after her. Likewise with Millie Dowler, she was, just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I believe the police um, have a number of other cases that they can't um, um, absolve him from. But uh, I very much doubt he'll get out, but uh, at least I hope not. Being a nightclub bouncer really fits well um, with uh, Levi Belfield. It fits his opportunity to meet and find women. It means his ability to be uh, the big shot. But he also had a moderately successful part in a wheel clamping business. And he would find it funny and amusing to clamp people. And in those days, at any rate, you could have very high fines to get your clamp removed. And he once did it to an elderly male pensioner, and he boasted about it afterwards, how he didn't care and that he was going to do it. So you can see there's absolutely zero compassion for anybody else. I think his principal tenets of his um, M.O. were to... Uh, target his target group, which in his case, on his own statement, is um, uh, blonde and busty girls, and to start off very nice to them, unless they had rejected him, in which case he could switched, and this was noted by the police, that he could turn on a sixpence from being nicey-nicey and best matey through to uh, being really malicious in a very short space of time. So if they don't reject him and listen to his charming words, then gradually the screw is turned so that he takes complete control over them um, and so the sadism begins. The other thing is he was supposed, after one of his victims, to have been um, assessed for depression and said to one of his friends, uh, you don't know what I've done. Now that is 
pure form uh, power assertive in that it's not enough that they know it, that they've done something. They have to share it with others so that they can be a big shot um, and to let everybody else know. And so I believe that on one occasion he attacked a lady at a bus stop with a hammer and said, said to his friends, stop the car, got up, whacked her, very serious injuries, and then got back in and said, now you can see the sort of man I am. I haven't seen uh, either his mother in his company or anything like that, but the reports are that there was a really very close relationship between the two, unusually close. Um, and one officer regarded it as, quote, troubling the closeness in that relationship. But they will have seen the two together. I have not. I do believe he would have continued if he hadn't been caught. And as I say, I think there's plenty of scope for linking him to other uh, crimes which have been unsolved. Problem being getting the evidence for it. The, ma the magic bit with solving the Millie Dalamo murder was that police went to all the places where he'd stayed. And on the very day she went missing, and from the very location she went missing, he had left a property and disposed of a bed, etc., etc. That led, that was the vital clue that led to him. And uh, sometimes he wouldn't appear in court because he said, I won't, the press have not been fair to me. I see. Um, I, I, sometimes I left speechless. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The fact that he uh, tried to um, sully the name of Millie's parents is uh, a delight which can only be regarded as sadistic. And it gives him power and makes, strings it out. So some people have said that um, you a sadist stops being sadistic when someone's dead. And, of course, that's true. But there's a further ways of extending the sadism by putting it out to the family. So Ian Brady would be a case in point, refusing to uh, give the location of one of his key victims. Uh, and his mother had to die, never knowing where his, her son was buried on the moors. And Brady knew damn well where that was, but he just was not going to give it because it's his bone, you see. He doesn't want to, and he gets the continuous feed of uh, sadistic delight by knowing that uh, his mother's going to pursue. Even after Keith Bennett had died, uh, being killed, he can get a vicarious thrill through the family. I do think that when it's purely settled in, and uh, he's um, realised that it, he must know it, that he can't get out um, now, he'll be in forever. Um, he might decide to be, quote, helpful um, in confessing to other murders which are as yet unsolved. And that won't be because he wants to be helpful in... Um, a citizen's sense, it's be that he wants to be in the spotlight, the limelight, because at the moment he's just uh, another old con. Um, yes, he can live off the notoriety of his heinous crimes, but at the same time, he wants to keep it going and may just now and again come up and say, well, you don't know what I did with that particular victim. And so then has all the police rushing around trying to get him to talk, and we'll go through a whole usual farce all over again. So uh, I think that's what he would do in jail, but I very much doubt he'd talk to me. Dr Boone has had a varied and well-travelled career, which has seen him assisting in a variety of police forces, utilising his technique for offender profiling. From his experience, how accurate are profiling databases and what conclusions can you pull from the profile obtained? We know that 20% of, well, the best estimate we have is 20% of uh, antisocial personality behaviour um, is attributable to genetic forces. Um, and therefore we've got a whopping great 80% that comes from it, um, which is environmental. So if we bring those things together, 
and the environment is very favorable and it's not likely to activate the genetic components, um, then that will lead to uh, an attenuation of uh, serial killing likelihood. The difficulty we have is that there sometimes and oftentimes the siblings don't, who've had exactly the same experiences, don't go on to do this. So there has to be something within their personality um, that causes them to act out more than others. We're right back to where we started. You have to look at the individual and, of course, the circumstances and the antecedents, bring it all together for a proper assessment, and only then will you have any clarity about risk. I have an American profiling colleague who says the best treatment for people like Levi is 10 cents of lead, um, as in shoot him. But we don't do that sort of thing in Great Britain. Um, but if you're going to tell me that uh, Belfield is going to be um, usefully rehabilitated with victim um, awareness schemes, sex offender treatment programs and the like, uh, I think you have a greater degree of optimism than I. Coming up next, Making a Monster the Tapes has another two-parter with Dr Richard Badcock discussing Scottish serial killer Robert Black and a career as a clinical psychiatrist. Alongside this podcast, you can also watch crime and investigations TV show Making a Monster with new episodes every Monday at 9pm. So far, we've had episodes featuring Rose West and Robert Maudsley with many more to come. What are your thoughts on this episode? Leave us a note in the review on your podcast app or get in touch on social media. Just tag it with at Making a Monster or search for at Crime and Investigation. You can also head to crimeandinvestigation.co.uk for more information on the series and profiles on all the killers featured. Making a Monster the Tapes features interviews recorded by Monster Films for the Crime and Investigation TV series and was voiced by me, Cherry Healy, produced by Sam Pearson and Chloe Frost, with editing by Joel Porter. History's Letters of Love in World War II reveals a remarkable account of the Second World War through a series of real-life love letters. Featuring interviews with their family and starring me, Johnny Pitts, and me, Amy Nuttall. This eight-part podcast series tells the brave, tenacious and touching story of Cyril and Olga's war. We found a place to park our tanks, climbed out, just going to start a fire to make a meal when... Phew, bang! Phew, bang! One shell dropped about 20 yards one side of the tank, another about the same the other side. I'm dreaming of those three happy months we spent together at home. How quickly they flew. It'll be like a second honeymoon when we start that life again. The locals came out in canoes to try and sell fruit, baskets, sandals, etc. How my mouth watered when I saw the piles of bananas, mangoes, oranges, pineapples. I haven't had any fresh fruit since I left home. A sad note crept into your letter from Port of Call when you described the rough sea. 
and you said for a moment you thought you saw a glimpse of the peatland hills with limestone walls. You were gliding down towards Taddington on a misty April morning, then suddenly it was the green sea with its white veins and the village was lost in the trough of a wave. It must have been a lovely little dream, and you described it so beautifully. Download Letters of Love in World War II on iTunes, Acast or your favourite podcast app. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.